Hey everyone, and welcome back to What Matters Most, the Fulfillment Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and hi, I know, it's really been a long time. (laughs) Um, I've sort of been MIA for a while, but I knew that I needed to record an episode sooner or later, so like, this is the first episode of the new year. Here we are. It's kind of pathetic since it's already May. Tomorrow will be May. Yeah, five months into the new year, and this is the first episode. But it's okay. We're going to do this. Life has just been crazy. Um, But here we are. Today's episode will be a little bit different than my previous episodes. Um, I really, really, really tried very hard to do this earlier. Absolutely unscripted. (laughs) Um, But it was a train wreck. So I, you know, crafted up a script so that I have something tangible to talk about today. (laughs) Um... I'm really just going to give you guys an update on my life, if y'all care, um, sort of talk a little bit about some ideas that I've been having, you know, the impact that my job has had on me, just, you know, everything that's going on. So hopefully this will go smoother than earlier. I tried to record this earlier in the day, but I was sitting in my car and I was just super distracted by like everything that was going on in my neighborhood. So now I'm in the dark recording this episode. And I have a lot more faith in myself to stay focused. So as for a life update, most of you know I recently moved to Massachusetts. So now I'm an official masshole, as of last month, I believe. And it's been quite the transition. Because not only did I move to a new state, but this is really like the first time that I've officially moved out of my parents' house. So, I mean, it's been fun living on my own, but definitely just having a hard time adjusting to, you know, not coming home to my family and being by myself a lot, which don't get me wrong, I love my alone time, but, you know, I kind of have FOMO. It's like really weird. Um, yeah, I constantly have FOMO because I hear people outside my apartment going to parties or out to a bar and there's just tons of things to do in Boston and I feel, I almost feel kind of guilty that I stay in most nights. Um, so that's just kind of been like a really weird thing for me to experience. Uh, I kind of feel like I should be doing more as a almost 24 year old, but I don't know. I just don't have time or I'm too lazy or I'm not motivated to do all of the things in the city. So it's also very loud, which is, you know, not very normal for me. Uh, I thought my house was loud, but the city is much louder. So that is why I'm recording in my car. (laughs) Uh, I just felt like it was the quietest place to record my podcast. So hopefully it works out. Not only have I been adjusting to being a masshole, which honestly, the road rage, I already had it. So I'm, I'm a natural masshole. Um, but I've been adjusting to a new job too. And although I love my job, I'm going to be honest, it's really difficult for me to balance a full-time job, a blog, a podcast, household chores for my apartment and, you know, time for myself. Um, I haven't written a blog post in a while because my entire job is on a computer all day long. And so staring at a computer after I clock out for work is, you know, not the most ideal way that I want to spend my time. It's definitely a learning process and 
like I said, on one hand, I really, really love my job. I work with undergrad students and it's super rewarding and I really love it. But on the other hand, I'm kind of bummed that, you know, it takes away time for me to focus on these little passion projects that I have. Even though I haven't had a ton of time to work on my blog or my podcast, I've been really trying to focus a lot of my mental health advocacy in my current job because I work with undergrad students and it's definitely been rewarding, but I also just feel like mental health is not really talked about enough among undergrad students. And so I'm really trying to change that in my job. I actually gave a presentation to my team a few weeks ago on the effects of burnout and what that might look like in our students. And it was really, really cool to educate my coworkers on something that I am super passionate about. And working with these students has really made me think about my own college experience and how my mental health affected my experience in my undergrad program. So today we're going to talk a little bit about societal expectations for college. And honestly, I feel pretty qualified to talk about this since I've been through it myself. Um, you know, I think many 18-year-olds go into their college experience thinking it's going to be the best four years of their life. Nothing will happen to them. They're invincible. Everything is great 24-7. Yet we all know that that's not true. And I think the letdown of college not being as fun as people expected really affects students a lot more than we think. I've talked about this quite a few times, but um, when I was a freshman at Merrimack, you know, I thought my depression was gone for good. I was having a great time at school. I was partying a lot. I was socializing more than I ever had previously. But honestly, I was also really struggling with my mental health and I really was not telling anyone about it. I felt extremely pressured to constantly be having fun and keep things in the past. That was my experience early on. And then the work piled up, classes got more difficult, and the pressure to kind of figure out my next step in my career felt really daunting. And I think this is where things started to change for me. And maybe this might be where things change for students as well. Once the fun of college wears off and classes, work, expectations become more challenging, I think that's really when reality sets in and students realize that maybe college is not as fun as they thought it would be. Or they go into a college with super high expectations of an amazing experience and great opportunities to come their way, and maybe the university they attend doesn't deliver and they're disappointed. Or maybe a student realizes that the college they decided to attend is not really a right fit for them, and they can't really go anywhere else due to financial struggles. I mean, honestly, there are a ton of different scenarios, but I think to encompass them all, the expectation of being college being the best four years of your life is setting students up for disappointment. And I don't know, I mean, this may be a really controversial opinion I have, but I think the expectation is a huge contribution to mental health problems. I had to deal with death and grief during my junior year at Merrimack, and it was absolutely the lowest point in my life, but I also had a lot of great opportunities that year. Um, I traveled to California for the first time. I was heavily involved in clubs that I had always wanted to be involved in, and I had a really awesome job on campus, but I was dying inside. I was struggling really bad, and I constantly felt guilty that I was miserable, even though I had all of these great experiences coming my way. But I had to realize that life doesn't stop just because you're on campus earning a degree in partying. Tragedies still occur, and struggles are still a part of life. I think undergrad students deal with a lot of uncertainty, 
especially now since living through a pandemic, college is not always fun. And I think we just have to start talking about that. College is fun for individuals who don't have to pay out of pocket for tuition, for individuals that don't have to provide for their families, and for people who don't have to worry about paying student loans back after graduation. For everyone else, it may not be the best four years of your life, and that's okay. I think we should start to normalize enjoying life as it comes rather than waiting for college or waiting for a relationship to be happy. Just because college was enjoyable for you doesn't mean the rest of your life won't be enjoyable, and just because college was miserable doesn't mean that there are not more happy moments to come. I feel like the possibility of disappointment that students face can contribute to poor mental health, and many universities don't have elaborate services to provide to their students, or they say that they do and they really don't have the capacity to serve the entire student population. I work with a caseload of students, and it's taught me that many universities are slacking. Um, You know, I'm very lucky that I had access to free counseling while I was on campus, because that is something that is extremely hard to come by as an adult when you're in a full-time job. Although I don't have all the answers, I do know that changing societal norms is extremely challenging. I try to tell my students that sometimes college is really miserable, and that's okay. You don't have to enjoy it 100% of the time, and nobody should make you feel guilty for that either. Although changing societal norms is difficult, talking about it will help. After all, that is what my entire podcast is about, changing the narrative and creating a conversation, and that's the only way that things will change. Y'all know me. I've always been super passionate about mental health access, But I feel like the more I work with undergrad students and the more I work in my organization, I'm just becoming more and more passionate about mental health access at the undergraduate level. Um, You know, I know that free therapy really did wonders for me while I was an undergrad. And I wish that every single student had the opportunity to access it like I did. Um, You know, I've met so many students in my time at my organization My very short time, by the way, it's only been like six months, that, you know, there are students that deal with a lot of stuff on top of getting their degree. And I really think that accessibility to different services can really make a big difference in students' lives. Anyways, that's my little rant. Overall, I think students would be so much better off in college if... Not only did we tell them that it's okay if college is not the best four years of their life, but also if they just had a lot more access to services like free counseling and therapy, all that good stuff. But anyway, thank you for listening to my little rant. I'm really hoping that I can really get back into the swing of things and having a consistent posting schedule. But You know, if anyone has any ideas for future episodes, my DMs are always open. And I hope you all have a great week ahead, and I'll be back soon. Mm